Well, hey, welcome to a brand new series uh, we're calling Divine Direction. You're here on the first week of this brand new series. I love, love, love the first and the last week of a series. I love always bringing you a message from God's Word, but I really do love the start of a new series. And before I dive into that, I always kind of like to tell you kind of where we are, and I hope you're doing well. Uh, I really do feel like God is moving uh, in our state and our community right now. I really think we're um, close to... What's next? Now, that sounds really ambiguous, but I really do think God is opening up, and I hope that you're surviving uh, not just um, what the world's going through, you know, in your health, but just in your finances. And my prayer is with you, and my, my heart is with you, and, uh, and we're going to get through this together. All right, so I do have a small studio audience, and a real small one, because we're still physically distant together, but I got a little bit of somebody I can talk to and look at, and that's super uh, helpful to me. So uh, this series uh, is, is born out of a few years of pastoring now, actually entering my 21st year in vocational ministry, and by far, the number one question I hear often, the, the, the thing that most people ask when they, when they want it, when, Pastor, can I talk to you? I, I, I got something I just want to ask you. There's just something I want to know. How do, how do I know God's will for my life? And really, in light of where we are right now in this crisis, I really felt like God wanted me to bring you a message series about what's next in your life and how do you discover what's next in your life. There may be some things changing in your life. You know, we, we talk about that a lot as a team, just what, what's next in church and how are we rearranging right now. I, I read something just the other day that you can either survive this time or you can reinvent during this time. We've chosen to reinvent and what can we improve and get better. And, and to do that, we really need to hear from God. And, and, I, and I hear that so many times, Pastor, what does God want from my life? What's God's will for my life? How do I hear the voice of God in my life? How do I know what I'm supposed to do with my life? Everybody's asking for the same thing. I need divine direction. And really, our whole country is sort of going through this question right now. We're asking, how do we open back up? How, businesses are asking. Maybe you're a small business owner today asking, what do we do next? How do we safely but securely get back to work and, and make our economy work again? And, and everybody's asking the same thing. What do we do now? You know, we're kind of, we feel like we're getting out of triage, but what do we do now in recovery? And, and I wanted to give you some practical help from God's word. If you're in that situation, maybe because of this crisis or just because of where you are in your life, you're just trying to make good decisions and follow God and everybody needs divine direction. Listen, if you're trying to please God with your life, and I hope that you are, Everybody needs divine direction. Everybody needs to hear, what am I supposed to do from God? What, what, what do I do next? What do I do with my life? And, and the truth of the matter is that everybody is asking this question. And when you get divine direction, I want to give you some tools where you move boldly and with confidence in the direction God wants you to go in your life. Not just aimlessly sort of getting by and we'll just make it and maybe this will be the right thing. And if I choose this and if it doesn't work, I don't know. And then you end up getting stuck, something that you're not supposed to be doing with your life or with your time and how you're using this season, you know? Am I, am I really disciplined in this season? Have I gotten better in this season or do I not have any direction? And and, and it all comes down to your decisions. And it's why I called this series, uh, it's actually based on a book called Divine Direction. It, it, it really, it, it's, it all comes down to the decisions that you make in your life. And I want to help you make God-honoring decisions. 
write that down, put that in the comments, because that's the real operative word here, is I want God honoring decisions. I want my life to honor God. And the truth is that the decisions that you've already made have got you where you are. I like to say it this way. Uh, you are today where you decided to be in your past. You are today where you decided to be in your past. And you will be tomorrow where your decisions take you. In other words, everything that is in my life that exists currently today is a direct result of a decision I made in my past. And wherever it is I want to go in my tomorrow is a direct result of the decisions I'm making today. Decisions matter. Write this down. Decisions we make today determine the stories we tell tomorrow. The decisions that we make today determine the stories that we tell tomorrow. So really, you got to work backwards from there. you got to decide what are the stories we want to tell. We've been, we've been telling this as a staff. What are the stories we want to tell in this season? Do we want to tell that we just got through, that we just made it? You know, is it, did we just you know, barely get by or we just survive? Or did we reinvent and, and did we use this time wisely and were we disciplined in this time? What story do we want to tell on the other side of this particular time in, in, in American history, really in world history? What story do you want to tell? And that's true in your life, even if it's not related to this crisis. What story do you want to tell your grandkids? What's the story you want to tell your kids? What's the story that you want to leave as a legacy? And the decisions that you make today determine the stories you tell tomorrow. And making decisions can be so stressful. I don't know if anybody else, are you guys tough at decision making? I am awful at decision making. I'm awful at serial decisions. I'm awful on the chip aisle. Uh, literally, when I make, this is true, when I make my grocery list now, I have to write down, I'll pre-make the decision or I'll just get stuck. Like I have to say Doritos because if I just say chips, I'm in a bad place. Like this, I'm just, I'm just not good. It can be so stressful. And, and honestly, if you look over your life, I meet a lot of people who say, I'm just not good at decision making. You know, I always say this, uh, when, when you see someone in relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship, you always say they, they have a bad picker. You know what I mean? Like they're just not good at it. They're just not good at decision making. And, and there's obviously things in your life, you know, the famous last words of a bad decision or watch this. You know, what, like, what, what, what's this, mom? And then, and then whatever story you tell after that is, is, you know, I shouldn't have dated that guy. I shouldn't have bought that car. Or if you're like me, around 1030 at night, I should not have eaten that other sleeve of Oreos. Come on, somebody. Like, I, I should have stopped on that first row because I can't just eat a couple out of there. I got to, anyway. Like, I, you just, we just have this decision. And it's so stressful to make the right decisions. And the truth is... Culture has kind of set us up to be bad at decision-making. We live in what I like to call the Netflix generation, you know, where you just get to scroll, and maybe you've been living that Netflix life in this crisis. Just, all right, I've been in here five, six weeks. I have watched all of Netflix, you know. I've watched, every, I've watched stuff I shouldn't have watched. I've been watching stuff I, I don't want to tell nobody. I've been watching murder mysteries. I think everybody's out to get me. I've been watching documentaries. I, I've been watching what to eat, what not to eat. I've been... I just, we do everything. And Netflix gives you the choice to just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. And you just surf and you surf and you surf. And here's the truth. You, you'll start living your life in the same way. Scrolling, 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 scrolling and never making a decision. And you get frozen because you're trying to make the perfect decision. And, and because I'm scared that I'm not going to make the perfect decision or, or that I'll make a bad decision, then you end up making no decision. And... And sometimes making no decision 
actually has worse consequences than the bad decision you could have made. Amen, everybody. And it's just it's just hard. It's hard to make good decisions this time. And everybody's got decisions to make wherever you are in life. There, there's seniors in high school right now trying to decide what do, what do I go you know, what school do I go to and what college do I go to? And graduation looks so different right now. Or maybe you're graduating college and that looks so different right now. What do I do? And should we have that third child or should we shut down the factory? Come on, I can go ahead and tell you what Brandy and I have decided. It's that second one. <laughs> like, what am I going to, should I buy a new car? Should I try to, you know, keep this old one going for another year or two? Or should we change jobs? Maybe you've been furloughed or or laid off in this season, or maybe just have you know the freedom to say, is this really, you know, if I have this job, you know, after this crisis, do I really want to go back to that, or is this the time for me to go back to school or to do something else with my life, or, or is that really what I was supposed to be doing? Should should we keep dating? Should we break up? Should we marry now? Should we marry? Later, should I major in business or should I be in, in, in pre-med? You know, there's, everybody's got a decision to make. And, and really what I want to help you in this series, especially this on the first week, I want to help you. I want to give you a framework to get some direction from God to make God honoring decision. And if you want your life to be pleasing to God, and I know that you do, then you have to ask this question. What's important to God? What's important to God? If I want to know that my life is pleasing God, then the decisions that I make, the direction that I take is pleasing to God, I got to ask, what does God care about in my life? And whatever God cares about, if I'll do that, then I'll, be, I'll have divine direction. I'll be walking in the divine direction God wants me to. All right, everybody? So write this down. Let me give you some questions to ask about, about what God cares about. Here's what I think God cares about. Write this down. God cares about the who before the do. <laughs> Sounds crazy. It's a rhyming thing. I can't help it. It's a preacher thing. God cares about the who before the do. Write this down. God is more concerned with who you are becoming than what you're doing. God is more concerned. So when you ask God for divine direction, when you say, God, what am I do next? How do, how do we take a next step out of this? The question really God cares about is who are you becoming, not what am I supposed to do? And we always ask, God, tell me what to do in this quarantine. Are you surviving or are you thriving in this? Are you settling or are you reinventing in this? Are you coasting through this or are you digging deep? Again, these are questions about who am I becoming, not what am I doing? Are you with me? Are you following me on that? God's more concerned about who before he's concerned about what you do because God wants you to become something while you're waiting to do something. That's good preaching. God wants you to become something while you're waiting to do something. God is interested in who before he is do. And God has an answer for, for what his will is. It's an answer for how you're supposed to become. Look at this. First Thessalonians 4 and verse 3, the Bible says it like this. God's will is, I should write this down like on a, just a piece of paper and hand it across the desk to every counseling I have. God's will is, so not, not what do I do, but, but who am I becoming? God's will is, look at, the, look at the scripture, God's will is for you to be holy. Holiness means I'm set apart. I'm different from the world. In other words, God's will for your life in the season of waiting, in the season of I don't know what to do, is God wants you to become like Christ. I want my life to become more like... The Bible never talks about 
His will for your career. It just If you're looking for it, it's just not going to be there. God, am I supposed to do this one or this one? Am I supposed to go to business school or medical school? God, which one of these should I do? The Bible's never going to give you that clarity. The Bible has a ton to say about your life becoming more like Christ, about who you're becoming more than what you do. It's always who before do. And we ask, this is what I do. I ask God, God, what do you want me to do next? God, we're in the middle of all this and I got some... You know, I got some time or I've got some options and what am I supposed to do? What, where do I do, do next? And God, it, it, God isn't as interested in what I do. Here's what you should be asking. God, who do you want me to become through this? Not what job should I take next, but at the end of my life, who, who, do, you want, who do you want me to be? Who do you want me to become in this? It's always who before do. It's always who before do. Let me ask you a question. Do you guys think I am supposed to be, is it God's will that I'm a pastor? Okay, yeah, I appreciate that. It takes all the pressure off of me. Yeah, everybody says yes, so that's what I'm supposed to do. Here's the truth of the matter. I really think that what I do is secondary. Do I think I'm, I'm living out what God's purpose is for my life? Yes, but I think being a pastor is secondary to who God wants me to be. God wants me to live a holy life that pleases God. So what I'm becoming is more important to God than what I do even for God. Are you with me on that? In other words, to be a pastor to do is not near as important as being faithful to Jesus, which is who I am. I can be the best preacher in the city. I can be the best communicator that you've ever heard. And if I'm abusive to my wife and kids, I'm not in God's will. It doesn't matter what I do because I'm the wrong who. Are you with me? I can be a charismatic leader and not pay my bills and be in debt you know, to my eyeballs and not honoring God with my life. And suddenly the who is infinitely more important than what I do with my life. Rather, God would rather, listen to this, God would rather me do anything else with integrity than live a life and pastor and do, even do the thing that seems right, what I do without it. In other words, what I'm becoming is more important to God. Whether you marry this person or whether you wait, be faithful to God. Whether you take this job or you take that job or you stay and just be faithful to God. God's will is for you to be holy, for you to be like Christ. Whether you major in elementary education or whether you take pre-med, just be faithful to God. God is more interested in your who before your do. Type amen to that. God is more interested in who I'm becoming more than what I'm doing. I'm just trying to help you make good decisions and get some direction for your life. God, how do I make good decisions and really know what God's divine direction is. So who is always more important to God than do? If you're becoming the right who, you will choose the right do. If you become the right who, you'll choose the right do. Here's the second thing. Write this down. If we just want to know, how do I get divine direction from God? You got to, you got to care about what God cares about. God cares about the who before the do. And God cares about, number two, he cares about the why before the what. God cares about the why before the what. Motives matter to God. They matter to God. And, they, and the, if you want to please God with your decisions, they have to matter to you. Look, look at this in Proverbs 16 and 2. The Bible says, you may think everything you do is right. You know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> knows what that feels like. But the Lord judges your motives. Why I do what I do, not what I do. I read something that there are two reasons why anybody does anything. 
it's the one you tell yourself and then there's the real reason why you did it. You know what I mean? It's, it's the one that makes you look good, that you do the thing that you think, well, this is what I'm supposed to do or you know, this is the one I tell everybody, well, that's why I did that. But then there's the thing that really that God knows in your heart. And it's so important that your motives, you gotta have why before what. And if you want divine direction in your life, you gotta focus on what God focuses on and he focuses on why more than what. Why are you doing? Why, why, why did that come out of your mouth? What, what's really going on in your heart? Why did you make that decision? Why did you make that choice? Why did you post that? Why did you say that? Why this argument? Tell me where your motives are. And honestly, some of our motives are people-pleasing. You know what I mean? Anybody know what it's like to be people-pleasing? I, I do that more than, I'm, than I care to mention to you. That you start filtering your decisions through, well, I wonder what they're going to say. You know, I, I do this, this what because I want to make them happy. Here's what the Bible says about that. Galatians 1 and 10. He says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings? Or am I trying to win the approval of God? Am I trying to please people? Because if I was still trying to please people, Paul says in Galatians, I would not be a servant of Christ. In other words, you can't do both. There's some situations in your life where you got to decide, am I going to please God? My motives are about pleasing God, not about pleasing you. You can't get to the right place and start with wrong motives. You can't get to the right place. You can't get where God wants you to be in your life and start with the wrong motives. It's always who before do, and it's always why before what. It, it, you don't get to the right what if you're driven by the wrong why. Should I buy a new car? That's the what. Should I buy a new car? Why? Because I need transportation and mine doesn't work, or because I want to make a statement that you like my ride and everybody talks about my car, even though I can't afford the payment and I'm using that paycheck, you know, uh, cashier. I mean, I just can't get it. I just, every month, I'm struggling to make this payment. What are my motives? What are my motives? Why before what? Should I post this photo? Uh oh. Should I post this photo? Should I? Why? Because it honors God and I tell a good story and this is a behind the scenes of my life or because I want to draw attention to me and I want you to approve of me and I want you to like me and I take my value and my validity from what you say about me. Are you with me? It's why before what? Why do I buy flowers for my wife? Is it because I love her or come on somebody, brown chicken, brown cow. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what's your motives? Like it just matters. You got to question your motives. You got to say why over what do I want to impress you so that you'll like me, so that you'll validate me, so that you'll envy me. What am I doing? Why, why am I doing what I'm going to do? If you get to the point that God, I want to please you, listen, that becomes your why. That becomes your why. God, I want to make I want, I, want, I want my life to please you. And I need direction now. I need to know that my life is headed in the right divine direction. And I want it to please you. And you got to ask God for that. God, what do you care about? You care about who I'm becoming more than what I'm doing. And God, you care about why I'm doing it more than you care about what I'm doing. Colossians 3.17 says it like this. Whatever you do. We're going to start right there at Colossians is this. Okay. Can you yeah, flip it up? I think it's sinking. Yeah. Was it bad? It, I, I, I just barely noticed oh, it like two seconds ago. Great dot. Like he was like, mm, like oh. I can crop it up. I noticed just, I just, just, Yeah. Okay. I mean, can you can you tilt it and not have to I think it's gonna slowly like mm -hmm. do that again. 
Can you push the weight? There's still like a little space. I push it more back. Yeah. Still in the shot. Step on it. Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, you're right. 18. You want a little update on Amazon? This looks a little... No. Nope. That's good. Yep. <clears throat> we'll work on it between... So Colossians uh, 3.17 says it like this. And whatever you do, watch this, Whatever you do, what it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Now the decision isn't really the decision now. There's a motive behind the decision. So whatever you do, whether in word or deed, this or that, whatever you do, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus and giving thanks to God the Father through Him. In other words, why you do it, how I do it. It's always who before do. It's always who am I becoming, God? Who do you want me to become? When I'm making this decision, as I look forward in my life, as I look at what's around the corner, as I try to get direction for my life, who am I becoming more than what do you want me to do? That's the right question to ask. And then why? And then God just answers. He said, it doesn't really, honestly, let me get a little secret out here on the first week. You ready for this? Whatever you do. So God's will is whatever. It's whatever you do. I'm going to do it like I'm doing it for God. I'm going to do it that my life pleases God. It's in the name of the Lord Jesus. That doesn't literally mean you walk around ordering Chipotle in Jesus' name. Like, let me get a number two. Let me get a spicy with no pickle, with Chick-fil-A sauce in Jesus' name. That's not what that means. It means that my life is for God's glory. That every decision I make, that as I go to make decisions in my life, and maybe that's where you are right now, at the end of this crisis or, or, or the beginning of the end, let me say it that way, as we start thinking about recovery and back to work and what's next and what does it, or maybe you're just in your life, the season you're in in your life, you're trying to decide how do we know what to do next. I just want to give you some foundation this week on divine direction. And it starts with who, and it starts with why. Now, why is always, God, I want to please you. Whatever you do, wherever you are, serve Christ right there. Make it, that's the thing I'm going to give my whole heart to. Listen, if you're, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you say, well, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. By the way, I hate the word just. I'm not just anything. We don't say that on our dream team. Nobody's just a greeter or I'm just in hospitality or I'm just in a kid's ministry. No, no, no. It doesn't matter what you do. I'm, you know, I'm just a stay-at-home mom and I'm drowning in laundry and poop. Come on, somebody. You know, like I mean, it's just terrible. No, no, no. I get this opportunity to invest in my little children right now. This is, a, this is the most remarkable calling and season of my life. I get to raise world changers who honor God with their... I get to build legacy right now. Come on, I'm doing it for God's 
glory. Amen, everybody. If you're just a fry cook, come on, I'm not just a fry cook, somebody. I'm going to make the best french fries you've ever had, the waffle french fries. Y'all know what I'm talking about there. I, I'm going to the, do the best I possibly can. I'm going to do it for God's glory. I, my why is more important than my what. Who I am becoming is more important than what I do. If your boss is a jerk, none of y'all because this is my staff, if your boss is a jerk, you just serve that jerk with the love of Jesus Christ, everybody. You just give it all. You give it all in that season. It's more important why I'm doing what I'm doing and who I am becoming. God's will is, here, write this down, this is the last thing and then I'll pray for you. God's will is who before do and why before what. And I want to give you that lens as we walk into this series, as this Divine Direction series, over the next several weeks as we unfold this together and unpack God's Word together, I want to give you this lens. And really right now where you are in your life and how you're making decisions, especially in light of where we are as a country and as our community and as, as a church, you know, the decisions we're making, our elders and our team and our staff are praying and fixing and reinventing and reimagining and redreaming and going to God. And what we're most interested in is who? Who are we becoming more than what I'm doing? And the question I want you to ask yourself today in our time of prayer is who? God, who am I becoming in all of this? Has this driven me to a place of bitterness and anger and, and isolation? So now you're asking God, what am I do next? Well, God's more concerned about all that stuff you're becoming right now. I don't like any of that. It's who before do. And it's why before what? It's, it's God, examine my heart. One of, the, one of the hardest prayers I pray that David prayed is, God, I want you to examine my heart. Search me, oh God, he said. See if there's any wicked ways or offensive ways in me. God, just cleanse me. And let, let me. You know my motives. I mean, I know the reason I tell everybody I did what I did, but really, why do I do what I do? It's always who before do and why before what. Listen, pleasing God isn't a few big decisions. And, and I know that's what you want out of this series. And every time you know, I start preaching this way, people go, good, this is going to give me the exact thing to do. You know, this is going to give me the, the three-step thing. And if you'll do this, and you'll do A, B, and C, and then it'll work. And it'll be all, and, and that's just not true. Pleasing God is not a few big decisions. Pleasing God is a million small steps in the right direction to becoming who God wants you to be. And examining your motives, it's always who before do. Why before what? It's countless daily decisions of dying to myself and following Christ with everything I've got, of repenting of who I am. God, I'm gonna put all that stuff aside. You know, I've been worried about I've been worried about the wrong things. I've been focused, my motives have been the wrong motives. God, I'm giving you all that today. As a matter of fact, right where you are in your home with your family, I want I want to lead you through that kind of prayer today. Won't you bow your heads and let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I recognize that. There are people that are involved today in church that um, that are facing decisions. Some of them uh, are just the season of their life. What do I do after high school or after college? Or, and some of them are imposed on them. I got laid off. Do I really go back to that job? Or is there something else I should be doing with my life? Or God, this is just the time where we're examining really what I'm doing and and where I'm supposed to be. And we need divine direction, God. I need divine direction in my life as a leader, as a pastor of a church, as a husband, and, and, and as a father to Hazel and Henry. I need, to, I need divine direction to do the right thing. God, you're more interested in who I'm becoming. So I'm asking you in this season to help me to become the person you want me to be. God, that my life is pleasing to you, that you're more interested in my who than what I do. 
So as I ask for divine direction, I'm asking you to change me from the inside, that my motives start changing. God, you're infinitely more interested. You care about the why before you care about what I do in my life. So let my why be pure. God, I I need to die out to my own desires and pleasing people or or, or why I'm doing what I'm doing, the attention seeking. or God, this my why's matter. So search me, God. Know me. See if there be any offensive way in me. While you're still in that posture of prayer, maybe you've never surrendered your whole heart to God. That's really the first thing. You can't get divine direction for the rest of your life if you don't give God your whole life. So if you've never prayed that kind of surrender prayer, you can't lay down daily decisions without this big decision of giving your whole life to God. And I want to lead you through that today. It's simple and all you have to do is pray a prayer of sincerity. Listen, it's a simple prayer, but it takes your whole life. It costs you everything always tell you salvation is free but it costs you your whole life if you're ready to do that come on say this say Lord Jesus I believe that you died for my sins I believe that you rose again I believe you want to give me eternal life so I repent of my sins I give you all of my mistakes give you all the bad decisions of my life and I hand over the reins of my life to you God I want you to save me today Forgive me, but I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want you to make me more like Jesus. I want to become the follower of Jesus I'm supposed to be. If you're rededicating your life today, pray that prayer. God, I want to, I want to, I'm just, I'm not becoming the right person or I got off track. God, I want to become who you want me to be with all of my life. So I give you my whole life. Come on, pray that from the depths of your soul. I give you my whole life today. Save me, forgive me, make me new. Thank you for salvation and forgiveness. Thank you for divine direction I'm already feeling. I'm going to become the right person. I'm going to question my motives and make sure they're pure before God. I'm going to honor God with my whole life. And you're going to give me divine direction. Order my steps every step of my life. In Jesus' name.